Hey, listener, how's it going? This is Tara, and I'm back with another episode of Immature Themes, where me and my friends discuss what songs we think fit certain themes, surrounded by nonsense and, you know, very little music, but it's what we like to talk about. So the theme this month is walk-in music or entrance music. So if you were going to enter the boxing ring, what would your song be that really represented you and jazzed up the crowd as well? You know, we invariably then started discussing which politicians we think will take one another, because... That really is where the fight goes to. Um, And the back pocket theme this month, as we're in the month of December, is Christmas. And we want to know what Christmas songs aren't shit. (laughs) So we picked the ones that we think are okay. As always, the playlist is put together on Spotify with um, with all of the songs that we talk about, if you just search for Immature Themes. And if you're really curious about a Christmas playlist that's not rubbish, under the same account, there's a playlist called Crimbo. So you can find it there. Um, My voice feels kind of... I feel like I'm very downbeat, but it's quarantine and I don't think I've talked out loud for a few days, so. (laughs) Uh, Enjoy the podcast. Your hair is spectacularly boy bandy. Yeah, but that's just how it grows. I mean, there's no other option. You know what I mean? What else could I I do? You you could style it. No, I'm not going to gel it or anything. I put a hat on in the morning and then it's like, it's like that's how it grows. It's kind of almost ear length, but curtains, curtains is a, is a style. Yeah, it's you and Greer so kind of got the same same look going on. Don't put okay. me in that fucking bracket. <laughs> you got your great pride of your hair, Paul. It's all I got. We better all right. Slap. Well, it's recording. Let's gotta get to it. Uh, how is everyone doing? Good. Right. Great. Enthusiastic. This is our first uh, <laughs> transatlantic uh, podcast session with a um, couple of uh, podcast folk being located in Ireland now. Hello. Nodding doesn't help, Anya. <laughs> I'm oh, <warm>. sorry. Jig <laughs> Witch. Jig Witch. This Margwitch. Anya's only <laughs> temporarily in Ireland, though. I yeah. made the full commitment. That's true. Perfect. Full commit. No, no return tickets. So you no should explain where, where in the world you are. Like, so Seb, you're in, you recently moved into Cork City, no? Yeah, I moved to Cork City, my wife, and I work from home. It's great. And Anya, you're in, yeah. um, I'm in, Mayo. in the West is best, like. Yeah, I'm in Mayo for a month so I can work and uh, quarantine and do Christmas. Are you technically in Irish town? Yeah. It's yeah. just the most ridiculous townland name. It sounds fake. Um, it's lazy, and I never thought of that until someone I worked with in Canada said, so you're literally from Irish town. That is the laziest place name I've ever heard. It's pretty bad. Um, mayor in the final? Is that is everyone celebrating? Well, it's funny because John is from Tipperary, and um, he just... Yeah, that's it. right. Were you watching it? We were, yeah, and uh, it was kind of fun to watch them just get hammered. But of course, Dublin are going to do the same thing to us, so I can't be too cocky. Ah, uh, poor old Mayo. Like, oh. they'll never make it. <laughs> Always they, they probably won't, but like, but for me, like, I'm born in Mayo and then grew up in Dublin. So, like, whoever wins the final, I can just claim. You probably wear a Dublin jersey <laughs> with a Mayo jersey underneath so that on the off chance they win, you well, can be like, yeah. Yeah, I do. I actually have, <laughs> I have both jerseys here. 
I like that. It's almost like a Scooby-Doo reveal of the face. You're like, I was Mayo all along. <laughs> and then, like, you know, imagine it was one of those close games towards the end. I'd be just, like, putting on and off the different jerseys, like, as... <laughs> <laughs> a bit like the beginning of the podcast sometimes <laughs> yeah 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 I, have I know one. yeah this is the most clothed you've been wearing let's change <laughs> oh just tossed a jumper off you're wearing your um david berman shirt is that what that green is it is actually yeah, yeah. um i've got like three thousand t-shirts and like one pair of jeans which you know don't forget about your dungarees and don't go, yeah. Um, That's how it goes, though. Having like I was the same when I moved. I only, yeah, I thought, I, mean, I, I thought I had one pair of jeans, and I found a second when I unpacked, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is amazing! I don't need those second pair of jeans for Christmas after all." And I just wear them into the ground. And me and Connor <laughs> talked about this before, where it's like it's never, you know, these rockers and stuff with the ripped, ripped knees and stuff. It's never the knees mm. that go first. Oh, it is always the crotch. My knees always go first, always. Your knees. Yeah, I've had a, yeah. a the crotch That's goes very, in my jeans as well, awkward. especially when I when you walk a lot, like in the winter when I'd be walking in to and from work for like two hours, like crotch crotch city is just done. See, it's Seb, it's because you spend all that time on your knees praying. <laughs> I don't know if it's, is it just I have thick knees. Alter really boy jeans. Knees. I've always thought knee. you've had Not the thickest knees crotch. I've ever seen. Yeah, big knees, big knee, big knee, Ronnie. That's they call a tumor. me. I'm glad you brought it up, Seb, because it's been an awkward kind of thing. We've danced around like as friends for years. So we wanted to wait until you left Canada. It's an intervention about your knees. I'm glad it's out in the open. Right call now. you behind your back. So the theme. Let's just keep going, and Seb can join back in when he gets his internet sorted. That is the curse of Ireland: is that the internet is um, not as good. Well, Anya, you seem okay, but Primo in the West apparently. So does anyone want to tackle with a theme? is for this week like intro music to a fight is is the instructions that Seb gave us right yeah well i would i would i would say walk in music like okay. as, is it a walk in or a walk out uh probably well, isn't it it's the same song that people use though right i'm not sure it's a very different thing walking into a fight and after a fight but you're walking out oh the- sorry i see what you mean sorry yeah <laughs> Uh, uh. Um, no, but like it's it's that uh, yeah entrance music essentially. Entrance music. So like, does this explain in specific on you? Yeah, I figured it was probably that. I was like, this is probably like what I've heard people <laughs> talk about. You know, walkout tunes with baseball and things like that. So I was like, but so that was my issue is that it's slightly different. So like, I think that the walk-in music to like a boxing fight or like UFC is different to say baseball or wrestling. I, I'm going to guess on Seb's behalf here, but like I would 100% think he would be talking about a boxing match or UFC. 100%. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. like, there's I mean, no I real have, wrong I have answers, answers for here. all of them, but yeah. If someone really wants to walk out and play baseball, you go for it. Live your truth. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah. So, Paul, I think. Well, Connor, do you want to? Oh. oh, well, okay. <laughs> it's a bit different for baseball, though, because like baseball, you just you kind of saunter out and then play the slowest game of all time for like five hours. It's a bit different, to be fair, than a boxing match where you just go in and. I mean, the, yeah, a boxing match that could potentially last like 13 seconds. Yeah. All right, I'll start. I've got a long list of honorable mentions. Wow. Um, 
first honorable mention is I was just on the phone to my family and I was like, oh, I'm doing this podcast later. And I hadn't mentioned to them before. And I was like, explaining, explaining the theme. And dad was like, <laughs> dad was like, well, let them know that my, my choice would have been uh, You Sexy Thing by Hot Chocolate. Um, it's very good. And he also wanted, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll bring that up. And he's like, well, if you're bringing it up, I'll also make sure people know that like I, I, I black belt in jiu-jitsu and I like, you know, I, I've been around the corners. I know this stuff, you know, so just if he wanted his credentials kind of out there, that'd be a good one to walk out to, you know, particularly if you're more of a lover than a fighter. But for me, um, this song, I kind of just like borrowed like a theme that I have in my head or like there's a list of songs in my head that are kind of when I hear them, I want to flip a table and like kick my way through a door. Mm. Sorry. Sav's back. Um, these songs, whenever I hear them, I just want to flip a table, kick my way through the door. And there's a couple that I have in my head for this. Um, one is uh, Teenage Riot by Sonic Youth. So like, it's a little slow at the start, but when it kicks in, I'm like, let's fucking go. Mm. Um, that's so magic. are you playing the whole song as you walk or are you going to edit it to the good bit? Like, Well, I mean, this is an honorable mention and that's probably why uh, okay. I wouldn't pick that one. Although it's kind of good, you know, you could be timing it that it's kind of got a bit of a buildup and then you get in the ring. Um, oh, number two honorable time? mention is... Sorry, what was that, Paul? What's the time? Um, <coughs> sorry, would you consider? Um, depends on how long it takes you to walk. Yeah, it depends if you're fighting like in a in an alleyway or in a big stadium like i mean i'm picturing madison square garden here come on like i'm clearly <laughs> top billing <laughs> but uh <laughs> um i just beat up a hobo <laughs> yeah i'm <laughs> picturing murdering a hobo in madison square garden is that <laughs> weird um, number two honorable mention is the rat by the walkman um kind of similar reasons but like that song is just like I feel like I could fight some kind of dinosaur whenever I hear that song. But number one had to go to uh, Rob, or no, not Rob Power. It's on the album Rob Power, but uh, Search and Destroy. Oh, I was, I was gonna pick that, and I, I, because we talked about this the other day, and I was like, Connor's definitely gonna pick that. That yeah, I've been listening to the Stooges all week because I was like, that's like my number one song, um, Search and Destroy. It's the first song off that album, and what I love about it is that like, it like starts hard for like four bars and then it like instantly kicks up a notch like it's not like it's like comes hot out of the gate and then like instantly just fucking comes hotter um and i just kind of love that it's like it just breaks into a guitar solo like right at the start and it's just and then it just keeps going and then the whole album's like that but it's like every time i hear that i want to like kick my way through a door into someone's house and flip a table and uh, i don't know i just not really directed at anyone in particular <laughs> but it's a song that fills me full of energy and i feel it would be good to murder a hobo too i guess <laughs> let's clarify that this isn't songs to kill hobos too i mean oh. listen there's no wrong answers <laughs> it's not not <laughs> it's not not exactly yeah. there's you're, a small you're a bum rocky that it is <laughs> i did envision this being more like you know a, a proper stadium i'm talking you know ten thousand people chris eubank just came in on a harley so you now you got to do something, you know what I mean? It's not oh, I'm, really like I'm murdering this hobo. I'm murdering this hobo in Madison Square Garden. Like it's <laughs> that's the event. That's the pay per view. People paid a hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, I'm just thinking of um, Adam Partridge's show ideas, and <laughs> he's like youth hosteling with, <laughs> with Chris Eubank. Or is it? 
<laughs> I don't remember that. No. No. <laughs> That's brilliant. And then he's like completely out of ideas. And he's like, monkey tennis. It's <laughs> 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 like inner city sumo. <laughs> City sumo, I love it. What would be your? What would be the monkeys walkout music for walk for? So good. Oh. <laughs> would it be the, the monkeys? monkeys? Hey, hey, we're the, the monkeys. monkeys. The lion sleeps tonight, maybe. Yeah, but we when you were when you were offline there, uh, said we were sort of clarifying that and um, that okay. sort of fact. There was mention of baseball. Okay. Yeah, because I think they're different walking. I figured you meant like boxing or UFC or something, but like wrestling and baseball are very different songs. Yeah, wrestling is quite long. You get you get to walk around the ring a good amount. <laughs> the, the I mean, that depends on your character. Shorter. I think it's it's like how much you mug it up, you know. It's true. Or oh, we'd mug it up. Like it full sp- full speed, yeah. like the Hardy Boys, just get in there. Yeah. Hundred and ten percent mug <laughs> up. <laughs> Well, can I go next, actually, because that goes into one of my suggestions, which was um, if I'm thinking about boxing UFC, I like the song Emotional Mugger by Ty Siegel, just as we're talking about mugs. It's got a really good entrance and it's like I could feel you kind of like sauntering down a a crowd into that um, into that tune. But that was one of my honorable mentions. I I got got one question i don't i'd like i kind of remember that album i don't know if i know it but is that the album where they were all wearing the masks yeah do you think you'd wear the mask as you came out i did i considered the song um is it big baby or something like that um but i think emotional mugger it's better um so if i'd wear the mask if this was my wrestling intro like Mm. you know i i have a bunch of songs i i did think about this this morning but uh, but emotional mugger, it has a kind of like damn. It's just a weird like kind of vibe. I think it would be good and intimidating. So yeah, I want my boxing intro to kind of be me being tough. <laughs> so um, so that's why I thought that one. And then the other song that I thought would be really really good, especially as a woman coming down. But I know we talked about this the last time, which is why it's not my actual choice. Uh, but Sheila and the Gig would be a dynamite um, female boxing intro because it was just just her screaming That's for ages one, yeah. yeah and like talking about you know her oversized vulva I guess is the premise of that song and an honorable mention I suppose for um, Ireland holds basically the best female pound for pound boxer in the world Katie Taylor Katie Taylor it's ridiculously good Seb looks like he's about to disagree with that no, you reckon I Seb I don't no. know that's true. I think she wins everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. And she, she's well, unified like WBO, WBA. I wanted to check what her walk in music was actually. And I forgot. Well, I was just going to say, what, what would it be? Yeah. I wonder. Because um, the tendency is for like, you know, Irish fighters, they would maybe choose an Irish tune. That's like, yeah. I looked up McGregor's and well, like, he, it's. I suppose just, that's something is like, he comes out to like Celtic mysticism. Like it's like a dance version of some shite thing, but then oh also like God. fuck that well, a guy. A couple you know? of times he's come out it with just... Sinead O'Connor doing a really like Celtic mysticism y proper, like oh and it was mental. And she's you know what that reminds like, like for the first time. Now, now I don't think that anyone ever actually had a live walkout band before. At least in UFC. <laughs> and that was That'd be pretty great. Not not like a big fan of that guy or anything, but that was no. a pretty big spectacle. I think you're all over at my house for that one, I think. 
Mm, yeah, I think so. Oh yeah. Um, according to the Mirror, Katie Taylor, she doesn't. She takes no part in picking the tune. Her team just pick a different one each time. That's commitment. That's like I don't care. I just want to get in there and take the head off the other one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so kind of speaking of like Irish people choosing Irish tunes, which is what I ended up going with for um, if I was going to be in a big fight, I picked the Fontaine DC, the Hurricane Laughter. Because I think that oh, that's like a real like it really, really um, it really builds up and it's kind of like, I don't know. Me and, uh, Do you guys Connor, know that one? Yeah, I do actually. Me and Connor were talking about those lads last night who got nominated for a Grammy. Which is, yeah. I know, I was surprised about that. Like mental and so weird. Anyway, but like also that, you know, they're they're okay and they're doing something, but like all of their tunes is just one chord. We're just like Well, I like the hurricane laughter because it's like doom 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 doom. Like that's the whole song over and over again. Yeah, but, but then it's just the whole it'd be thing. a good fight song. There's no variety to their <clears throat> to their tunes. Like they don't which is which is fine, which is miraculous that they've been so successful doing that. But it also was a massive opportunity that they could do something different. Maybe I often try to question like because there's some bands that I'm like I love that every song sounds like the same. When I listen to like the Ramones or I was kind of saying this about that Rob Har album when I was listening to it this week, I'm like, every song sounds the same and they all sound like getting kicked in the fucking head and it's great. And then other bands, I'm like, oh, I don't like them. Every song sounds the same. And I'm like, but I like when the Ramones sounds exactly the same. So I don't know like what it is, but it, that is definitely a sense that I get from those lads. Yeah, but I, I'd have to think that it's a conscious choice. It has to be. Like, oh, yeah. You know. So. I, don't, I don't think they're like we don't know any more chords I have a couple of more right so I wanted to pick some wrestling baseball walkout songs too because I think they're, um, they're a bit more fun thing alone, can you? because it's fascinating <laughs> I, I don't I did't I didn't know that until recently that they pick their own songs to walk out to and like it's just really oh, fun yeah like there's like 40 of them there's a yeah lot of they pick the song there's a lot of tunes man yeah they only play like 15 seconds it's, it's when the batters are up and i think it's only mm. if you're playing in your home stadium like there's some rule about yeah um oh. when you're playing but so i kind of like so my thing with the boxing or ufc is like i want to try and frighten them and scare them and be like all like ah um but with wrestling i'm just or baseball you can kind of be more kind of like tongue-in-cheek and like sticky um if that's the phrase that I want um so I just thought one which would be really good for baseball would be Psycho Killer by the Talking Head oh yeah nice. just like you'd get a good, good like like the crowd would come along to it um yeah. I thought that would be great like, and then also, would you be like going to the crowd like come on lads sing along <laughs> if I if it was wrestling I totally would I'd be like yeah and like like really playing it up um and then the other one that I thought would be really good is just Total Cheese is like Bat Out of Hell. It's like, why oh, not? God. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know I would I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm behind that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. me too. Bat Out of Hell. That's mental. People would be yeah, because it works, you know? Like a Bat Out of Hell, I'm batting. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I did get that. That's why I said over. <laughs> just wanted to clarify. <laughs> I actually needed that clarification. I didn't yeah, think of it either. 
I was just like, man, meatloaf, yeah. He rocks. <laughs> he really does. It'd be funny if you just picked a different meatloaf song. What's that one? You took the words right out of my mouth. Must have been well, you That's got a good... It's got good clap parts. Yeah. So any audience participation in the song. I mean, that would be good too. Where What's is the that? song where everyone booed me at karaoke? Um, Paradise on the Dashboard Light. <laughs> Can I get booed? Can I pick a song that people are going to boo me to? Oh, yeah. I well, be... you know, actually, that, that song it's has just a whole... Carol was so good. Yeah, but that song has a whole talking part about baseball because they're talking about like he's trying to get to first base, second base. Like, mm. So maybe it would work. I am trying to get to first base, second base, third base, home base, home. It's baseball. If That's baseball. Get, I mean, if you're looking to get booed, possibly suspended, you could come out the screwdriver or some like old school <laughs> racist band. You're just plating up like any suspender. I'd see you. I'll be back. Burzum. 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 Yeah, Jesus. We, um, yeah, we were watching, uh, me and Connor were hanging out last night, a few cans. We were watching like, fights in sports like youtube compilations of you know Classic different sports. yeah you know it's good stuff but like me, like obviously hockey is the kind of classic one where it's somewhat sanctioned but apart from that then football football's so dumb it's so like so much machismo and whatever mm-hmm. bravado whatever. You, you say machismo machismo is it <laughs> i say machismo Machismo? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know now. I've heard it all of those ways. I would have said yeah. machismo, machismo, yeah. sadomasochism. No, that's yeah. different. I mean, you don't. You, you say chocolate. Don't you don't say chocolate bar. Oh, you don't. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> machismo. But you know, you've never been on a. You've never been on a hand party. Oh, I mean, oh. I'm going to say it's machismo. <laughs> if only. Yeah, I'm unsure yes, now. It's one of those unknowable yeah. mysteries of the universe. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, I don't like hockey fights are grand, but I want to see like curling fight, curling fights. Some lads hitting each other with the rock. But then I was like, what I really want to see, I want to find the like a YouTube compilation of like Parliament's best fights, or like uh, some good ones. And and then I actually there is some good ones. Yeah, I stumbled upon a video today on on Instagram. Someone shared of uh, Japanese lads, lads in the Japanese Parliament fighting with. Yeah, I've seen that one. There's like, like it's like a free for all. There's like forty of them fighting. I saw one there where it was like a, a literal brawl. It was flipping hilarious. Like in Ukraine, it Europe. It was Ukraine, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but like I think more politicians should fight each other. Like. Oh, should, yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. I would vote for. <laughs> when I came back for the general election last time, and I was like, "Give me something I want to know." You know what I mean? Put up there on how much you bench and how much you deadlift. Whoever has the max, <laughs> you know, whoever has the best SBDs, get my vote. Doesn't matter what you're Is that how you'd pick between um Bradker and Michal Martin, whoever lifts the most? Oh, Jesus, yeah. I've, Bradker apparently has a hundred kilo bench. Do you hear that? Uh, does he? Really? I mean, I think guy. it's I think it's propaganda, but uh, he's actually a pretty big dude. Hundred kilo would be average enough for him. Like well, eh, whatever you think of uh, Trudeau or not, he did have that boxing match. Who Trudeau with a kangaroo? Not with a kangaroo. Yeah, he was in a boxing match. When he was the Prime Minister of Canada, or just as a young flux, he used to box? Before, like. Oh, he, he was just into boxing. He wasn't the Prime Minister. No, no. He was like, but he was a politician. Him. He was something. He was like, you know. Oh, did he do like white collar boxing for charity or something? Must have been. Do you, who do you think would win, um, uh, Bojo or Trump? In a fight? Neither. They'd yeah. Both, they'd both be flagged from the walk-in. 
I don't know. I think Bojo. Not when Bojo fought that child. That was pretty good. Who fought a child? <laughs> Just like <laughs> Boris Johnson. Oh. Yeah. I'm fight. just laughing at them, them, them wheezing from the walking down. <laughs> they wouldn't be anywhere near the fucking ring. Man. They just have to fight outside the ring because they wouldn't be able to get up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not going to be Trump. Yeah. He has tiny ass little hands. You know what I mean? His reach would be dog yeah. shit. And even when he does, he's not got much of a fucking surface area to throw slaps with. Yeah. yeah and I mean, oh. if you slapped his face, like, he, I think that's what he considers his moneymaker, you know? Yeah. I think it depends what it is. I feel like. Trump obviously, look, he walks funny. He must have bad knees. If you just throw him a couple of leg kicks, he'd be down quick enough. You just <laughs> hammer hands. But on the other hand, Trump has a gun. Does he though? Yeah, Bojo's hair be getting in his eyes and all. That's true also, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever has the most pockets. <laughs> this would be such a shit fight. <laughs> I know. It just reminds me of, I used to love that show, um, The Celebrity Deathmatch. Like, yeah. I'd love oh, to watch oh, yeah. a celebrity deathmatch of Trump and Bojo. That'd be great. Melania and Jill would be a better fight. Uh, Melania, I think she cut you. She's pretty in shape, I think. Yeah. She was a bit older. I don't know. Uh, Joe yeah. Biden would kick the living shit out of Trump easily. Easily. Yeah. Like a little karate chop. Yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd level them very quickly. Mm. Well, Greer, what's your choice for your um your for your walk-in music? <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't give it too much thought but immediately i was uh, when i did think about it i was like you know something heavy basically somewhat like connor saying something that you would kind of get going for with loud aggressive sort of stuff you know and but then i was also immediately reminded my mate niall back at home he um he did a bit of boxing in in college and uh, he was going out to fight one time and he actually had to do this. Like he had to choose his own walk-in music. And um, he chose like Culture Club. Do you really want to hurt me? <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was great. That's amazing. I, that was one I was going to bring up was, uh, I can't find the fucking thing online. I think it was like a Bellator fight or something, but your man comes out to wars. Why can't we be friends? And they're all like dancing out <laughs> in the train. Right. So you can go that way with it as well, right? So, <laughs> but so um, then I was thinking, I was just thinking myself, I was like, oh, Metallica, Four Horsemen, that'd be oh, pretty sweet. You know what I mean? That, that gets I, me going, yeah. you know. But then I actually settled on um, sort of similar vein, but more more of a recent band, Power Trip, um, Executioner's Tax, it's called. And um, it's real heavy, real catchy. Um, and the, the lyrics are kind of like the executioner's here and, you know, the axe is going to swing and this type of stuff. Like it's, you know, nice. proper, proper fighting music for sure. So that, that'd be perfect for me. Paul the executioner Greer. And this is how you would establish yourself as Paul the executioner. Yeah. And then I could segue it into actually establishing a nickname for yeah. myself as a, which would be more intimidating than the size of my guns. Yeah. Would you come up with like the little bag thing over your head and then like the little black pants with no top on? I'd probably just go nipple clamps and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, you could embellish. You know, we're we're veering. Yeah, we're veering into wrestling territory here. You know. Mm, yeah. You talked about baseball. (laughs) I clarified it though. (laughs) Anyway, so that was it. Yeah, I didn't really have anything other than that. But that you could go ironic on it, or you could go just pure heavy. And Mm. in the end, I think I'd land on pure heavy. So power trip. (laughs) 
executioner's tax. Get in. But is it tax or axe? Tax. But you said the axe is going to swing. I guess do they at some point rhyme axe with tax? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, oh, you betcha. What else was he going to do, to be fair? Like, what other rhymes? There's go, you're going to receive a fax from the executioner. Hey, this is when you're going to get executed. You got to be down courthouse. It's your tax. It's your tax fax. You know, you owe us this much money. The singer um, of Power Trip passed away like last month. No, die to die. Um, not last month, but definitely within this year. Yeah, yeah. pretty recent. In the summer, maybe. Yeah. He was only young. He was like 33, maybe. I love that. Um, another podcast where we can hear Greer pouring something it just seems like it's an essential at this. At this juncture, that sounds like stout being poured. Hear that Guinness widget. Nothing like stout on a Sunday. It's actually a lovely day, isn't it? Did you go outside yet? I've been out. Yes, it's 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 brisk, but it's crisp. Yeah, it's lovely and sunny. Yeah. If you want to go for a walk, Paul, I'm your man. All right. Can I come too? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Anya McGraw, what would you pick to fight to? Um, so obviously I was saying like I assumed it was a f- like some sort of boxing or UFC or something like that that was the assumption of the walk-on music. So it was actually quite hard to think of something. But you're such a pacifist. I yeah, apparently when I started looking, I was like, I'm sure I listened to something because I was like, it has to be punchy and familiar and like have a kind of build-up and it has it has to make me feel cool. Was that a was that a, a pun? Like a punchy pun? Punchy? <laughs> That'll be your nickname, Anya Punchy McGraw. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I came up with a few things. So it's like, it has to be familiar. So I thought maybe Smashing Pumpkins Tonight Tonight would be a good one because it is kind of a, you know, it's kind of atmospheric, not a bad one. It's a big song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd kind of want to do a fairly slow and long walkout for it to get really good. But that's okay. I'll just go around a few times. Um... <laughs> Walk out to back in and out to Yeah, make slow. Personally saying hello to everyone that's in the audience. <laughs> just don't use it if you're fighting a hobo in an alleyway. I could imagine myself so dragging it out because I'd be like, what am I doing? Why am I getting in a fight? <laughs> Why am I climbing into the ring I'm with bored. Mike Dyson? Why did I agree to this? <laughs> Mike Dyson hung around after Connor killed the hobo for round two. So then the other one along those lines I was thinking was Beastie Boys Sabotage is another good That's a great one. Get people going, get them believing in me. I can do this. But then what I landed on, my actual song that I landed on was Destiny's Child, Bootylicious. <laughs> because Whoa. I was like, that would make me feel cool. And that actually would make me feel like I might go in and punch the head off someone. So that well, we've, we have this discussion semi-regularly, but that is the best Destiny's Child song. It is. And like I listened to it today a few times because I was like, is that what that? And it's great. Just the way it starts. Start slow. Kelly, are you ready for this? I can't remember the rest of the lyrics, but yeah, I thought it was a good one. <laughs> Sorry, you, you t- I just, I got to interject. Tara, you threw that out there as if like we all come to this agreement, but you're off your fucking rocker. It's uh, clearly <laughs> Say My Name is the... Wow. It's, it's Bill's Bill's Bill. Bootylicious is the best song. <laughs> Seb, it is. Said there? 
Bills, Bills, Bills. Bills, Bills, Bills. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Bills X3, man. Can he wasn't as decorative uh, as everybody else, but he did, man. He did whisper. It's yeah, Bills, it's really good. It's no question to me in my mind about that. <laughs> you have the record, like... Tara. Don't... I do have the record. That was one of my favorite finds at a, a little vintage fair was the vinyl for the Bootylicious single, where it's nice. Bootylicious six times, um, and the radio edit is the second um, ver- second song on side two. That's mental. <laughs> yeah, so one, one of my favorite Christmas things, I don't think any of you guys were there, actually, but Christmas a few years ago, I hosted in Toronto, and then a bunch of people came back afterwards. We went to... Um, chef's place um and then came back we had Buckfast that year and everything and um dara brought like loads of different types of gin uh so we drank a bunch and like ended up pass like everyone ended up like sleeping at my apartment and passing out so in the morning i was like obviously still a little bit drunk and i like crawled into the living room and like put bootylicious on really loudly on vinyl and that's how i woke everyone up Oh, it's good work. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Got to be done. Is that going to happen this yeah. year, Tara? Are we preview? Oh, yeah. I guess we have to start thinking about Christmas this year. Yeah. Connor, Connor and I are like, be... we're trying to, we're, we're debating hot tub. Can, can we get a hot tub into my back garden? Fucking do it. Yeah, it's just do it. That way. Yeah. We need to call up those, those folks with the inflatable. Yeah, we do. Dirigible. You should just yeah. fucking get onto my old housemate and be like, can we use Seb's old gaff? <laughs> I, heard, I heard you still live there. Yeah, is there a new well, room? But we we have our own houses. I know, yeah, but I he's got a... a. I had the big table, is all. Oh, I thought you were talking about your jacuzzi. Oh yeah, no, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I thought you were talking about that as well. <laughs> we could all drink champagne in the jacuzzi with our wives. I don't want to go in there. And look, looking at each other, that that mirror. Your bathroom had so many oh, mirrors. It's creepy, eh? especially when you're sitting on the jacks and you're just looking at yourself from the side, and you're like, "Fucking hell!" <laughs> <laughs> this is what I look like doing a poopy. I'm just imagining you guys arriving over and being like, "Hey, so we just want to commit. We're just going to come in and use your jacuzzi." And like, we're we're laughing. we're just in towels too. Also, yeah. at the door, just we're in. <laughs> Uh, all right well think, Seberuni, it's your yeah, go What's I'll, your I'll be quick i think kind of because time's getting away from us uh paul already mentioned the jokey one and that was one option to why can't we be friends or another joke was like something super romantic but also jokey like something from the south park soundtrack any one of those romantic songs then i thought you i also i've already brought up the mcgregor one where he had some like celtic mysticism from Sinead o'connor you could do that except show that you're cool and just play Storm by God's Beat You Black Emperor. You know what I mean? So, but then I was like, I w- then a step closer to something that's a bit energetic, but still a bummer and still shows you're cool is Dark Spring by Beach House from the album Seven. It just starts off like, but then the lyrics are just like red, light. It's all one word at a time. But then I was like, Whenever I hear that song, I think of, I don't know if you guys know the band Sweep the Leg Johnny. They had like one record, like one and a half records, in fact. And they were like a post-rock or kind of post-hardcore band, but they had a saxophonist up front who also did vocals. All their tunes were fucking sweet. Uh, their album, Going Down Swinging, has my favorite song name of all time, Sometimes My Balls Feel Like Tits. <laughs> and uh, the last track on that album, Transit Must Suffer, it's like only two minutes long. Uh, but it's like kicks off, didn't, 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 
it's just that for two and a half minutes and it just gets a bit faster and heavier that'd be it like you'd come legging it out to that straight in let me at him let me let me get a piece of him so they're my kind of three three-ish storm beach house or sweep the leg johnny any one of them oh. I'll have to listen to this Beach House song because I always just kind of think of them as like the most boring concert I've ever been to. Oh, that was probably one of the best. Was it 2017 we went, Connor? Um, At Lee's Palace? It was 2018. The reason I know it was 2018 is because I developed that incredible full body rash after the show and went to hospital, but I was between... It was like at the tail end of my visa and my OHIP had ran out and I hadn't renewed it because I hadn't got my new um, hadn't got PR so I couldn't so that was it was two years after I came here so it was 2018 yeah we were right up the front at the Sony Center it's called something else now I can't remember what it's called but yeah Viridian. sweet brilliant fucking concert we saw them I good. saw them at Leeds and it was so boring it was just like putting the record on I was like why am I here I could just like, be at home you're not not you're not wrong at the same time like it's definitely a like this, that Sony Center is good because you can like sit down and they've no banter like there's no, oh, no it was just no, they start, them playing like songs else. like i like that no though. come out, i don't give it to me i don't i want some like, bands you know give me, give me something so... well give me something i can't get from the record you know yeah we actually like true. we didn't release anything for a long time because i was really depressed then i released two albums and we've been releasing a lot ever since maybe it was the crowd too it was a sold out show and do you know how like sometimes the toronto crowds are just really crap um, so there was just like nobody really moving and then this this music that was kind of boring I thought but... I mean I went to see them in Baker Street and there was, wasn't exactly any uh, movement mosh pits going down there either yeah I don't think it's a crowd would be Beach House then Beach House yeah yeah okay I will I'll listen to that um, so I have the back pocket theme um, seeing as we're in December I want to know um, what Christmas songs aren't shit hmm <laughs> Christmas. Okay, so I got I got two answers well, straight on, off right. the bat. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of them. Uh, to be fair, um, I got a real soft spot for Christmas songs, but Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas" is one of the best. I was going to say that. Yeah. That's class. Yeah, pure class. Oh. Um, no. No, I said oh. I was just thinking. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I listened to that song. I stuck that song on in September. I was like, I want to listen to that song right now. Um, but I just really wanted to get 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 ahead of everyone and throw a shout out to my uh, my favorite Christmas album of all time, which is Charlie Brown Christmas, which is also my favorite jazz album of all time because I'm a fucking pleb. Um, yep. But uh, that song "Skating" I think is my favorite on that song. It's on that album. It's unreal. Do you remember last year? Do you know in the Communist Daughter they do like the record night? Yeah. And there was one just before Christmas. I think it was last year. We were in there two years ago on Christmas Eve. Oh. And they were doing the, the choir thing. It was A-side. Oh, right. Yeah, and the choir. yeah, I suppose. But I, it was probably the same week. Maybe it was in there twice. But um, someone had brought in that record. And they were playing it in there, which was nice. Okay. Yeah. But you're, alas, there's none of that crack this year. Alas. Not at all. The song River is it Janice Ian is River Johnny Mitchell is it just Johnny Mitchell is that a Christmas song? It's got um, 
It's about like a frozen river. Yeah. It is a Christmas song. It's, it, it interpolates the melody of... Jingle bells. Jingle bells, yeah. Thank you, Anya. It's good. I always think that's Janice Ian. I mean, they're kind of... They're contemporaries. I think my favorite Christmas song, like a traditional Christmas song, is... What... God rest ye merry gentlemen. It fucking starts to slap like... And the lyrics are like pretty satanic-y as well. It's like, God rest ye merry gentlemen... May nothing ye dismay. Uh, today's whatever, blah 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 blah, and then something to save us from Satan's power. I just like that Satan's power is in there. And then of a more contemporary. Did you remember there was that gig that you dressed up as Santa for one time in Cork that I went to around yeah. Christmas? Did you do like a metal version of that? We didn't. We did. We just played all our we own songs because I'd flown in, I believe. <laughs> from Toronto mm. so we just I barely remembered my own songs and it was my mate Goose dressed up he we got him absolutely hammered and we got a chair and he sat there and we're like go sit in Santa's knee and he was like taking a drink and like spitting it on the ground shouting fuck Kim Jong-un <laughs> 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 oh but fucking and my favorite Christmas song but also it's an anti-Christmas song it's your man from Emerson Lake and Palmer Greg Lake he's got that song I believe in Father Christmas you know they said there'd be snow at Christmas. They said there'd be peace on earth. Came out like fucking summer too, I believe. But it's like, it's always played at Christmas, but it's kind of an anti Christmassy capitalism song. Nice. Wham, wham, last Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah. What are the lyrics to that again? Last, last Christmas, last Christmas, gave, Christmas you gave you my heart. And the very next day, you gave it away. Are you sure it isn't? You gave it away, St. Stephen's Day. So everyone sings here. <laughs> you gave it away, St. Stephen's is day this year. Yeah. I've never I heard, heard that. Have you heard anyone say that here? No. Oh my God. Is this Fuck real? Life? Yeah. yeah. I have people in Cork say that shit all the time, I'm telling you. Like, when does this come up? What do you mean all the time? Like, are you like, are they singing along in a bar? Yeah, like a, in a bar, yeah. Yeah. In a bar. And it's just like spontaneously bursting into song. If someone's singing along to like a Christmas thing at a party or something, people generally shout St. Stephen's Day as a joke instead. And, and then in the middle, do they go, ooh, ah, up the raft? Maybe. Not that, hey, not baby, let the free birds part. fly. I'm just surprised none of you have ever heard that. I'm embarrassed now. Never. No, Tara, you've never and never heard it in Cork. Mm. Yeah. Nope. Well, maybe it's a Carrigaline thing or Cork City, I don't know. Maybe. I gotta say, like, because, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Christmas, but E17... Oh, that oh, song. I that one. That's such a bummer. A so banger, funny. not a bummer. <laughs> you have to watch the video. It's so good because it didn't it's it wasn't really I don't think it was a hit here at all. Um, but it's so good. Stay but another day, is that what it's called? Yeah. Mm. Remember how big a thing was growing up though, like the, the UK like Christmas number one or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. a massive deal. Like. I, yeah. You know, maybe it's because we're older and we're living, well, some of us are living in North America. Maybe it's still. Well, I think it, I think it changed with them. Um, I think it changed with the X Factor, though, because they timed the X Factor to whoever mm-hmm. win would presumably be the Christmas number one. Yeah. Like that was when the show ended and then they'd have a single yeah. out. So it kind of. Yeah. I'm sure it's still a big thing, but that kind of killed it, I think. I, I, I reckon like. Records. You know what I mean? It used to be who's going to buy the most, who's, how many is going to sell the most singles that go into socks? You know what I mean? But no one's mm-hmm. buying yeah. singles now. I think yeah, there's, still buy it's, singles, with though. streaming, no one's like buying an, a, a song for someone for their sweetheart. Yeah, you know I mean? for their yeah. that's true. 
You know um, that East the other thing... song is about uh, heroin, though, right? That one, one, Dana. I thought it was about Tony Mortimer's sister who died. Whatever. Pretty sure. <laughs> Those are very different things. <laughs> Whatever. It was. They, they, did you guys watch that documentary about them trying to get it back together and like Tony Mortimer? No. Most of the, oh yeah, Tony Mortimer yeah. got most of the royalties because he wrote all the tunes. Fair fucking enough. And Brian Harvey's late for like their meeting to try and get a tour going and he digs him and he's like, fuck you, not dealing with you again. Oh, it's all drama. Oh it's I do love telling the story about Brian Harvey when he ran over himself with his own car and his excuse <laughs> was. <laughs> so he like fell out of the car and like rolled over himself. And, and apparently he said, and this is true. And I have Googled this and shown people he ate too many potatoes. <laughs> and that caused him to be really sleepy and misfunction the car and he got shot out and, and rolled over himself and all, he almost died I mean the oh, potatoes dang. were in the form of vodka but <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'm just imagining fall. him eating like five jacket potatoes which is like so much spuds give me a note more the downfall of Brian Harvey <laughs> slash E17 was number I guess Tony who was the talent falling out with Brian and all that but aside from that I remember Brian Harvey being on the radio and it was like common radio and their fans were like school kids and he's saying, take an ecstasy, yeah. it's fine. It's like drinking a cup of tea. And then radio, yeah. they got fuck all radio playing. Tony was like, mm-hmm. that's my money, motherfucker. So then. One other mention for Christmas that you guys should all listen to this year is um, Molly Birch did a Christmas album last year Ooh, um, and it's very delightful. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah it's... Right there. Yeah. It's, just, it's just really nice. Like, she's a great singer and like... It's just a nice way to re-listen to some Christmas classics. We went to that gig in the, what the fuck, Monarch. The Monarch, the monarch yeah. We're sweating trying to get one more ticket because it was like four tickets for five of us. And in the end, there was like, <laughs> I don't know what, how it went down, but we managed to get an extra ticket somewhere. Like I know, a, like the smallest venue ever as well. I guess I was the only one that didn't go. I was going to mention the, the Molly Birch for sure. That's That was good stuff. And I'm kind of glad she... Because a lot of times people like release Christmas albums are like kind of big and big names already. And kind of it's like it's a bit of a joke. Like, have you ever listened to the Bob Dylan uh, Christmas album? No, (laughs) no. It's terrible, but it's brilliant at the same time because it's just like (laughs) it's it's like he just doesn't want to be there. And they just rolled him out. He was like he was contractually obliged to do this shit. Community service. What song does he do? It was like he was on a bender for like a week, and they just like roll. Jingle bills, jingle bills. Batman's bills. Just like fucking pushed him into the video. He's probably sitting on a chair singing these tunes, and just the unenthusiastic nature of it is just is just something to behold. That's excellent. Um, so there's yeah, there's there's something in that. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Elvis. Elvis probably has done a bunch of Christmas stuff. Yeah, I Elvis has a couple of Christmas albums. He's got two specifically that I listen to. Me and Alison listen to. I, I'm trying to make it our like tradition. One is we watch the holiday, and mine is that we, I want to listen to Elvis and Michael Bublé Christmas albums. Yeah, people be going mad for Bublé. Yeah, it's great. I do have a record of um, is it Phil Spector, who did the like Motown sort of stuff? Hmm. He's a producer. Making he's the right in jail for murder. Yeah, so what was his, what did he produce? It was like- Renette's was a big one with him. Um, yeah. Anyway, but like, I think I, I have a record that's Phil Spector's Christmas album. 
Yikes. Holy fuck. That'd be good. It is good. It's like a lot of like good tunes, but like he sucks. But I was thinking, like generally, the one Connor mentioned, the Mariah Carey tune, that's up there. Um, I think Bing, like Bing Crosby, White Christmas. Mm. Oh yeah, mm. like, all the Rat Pack stuff. Like that's incredible. And then, and just the Pogues, like you know, uh, yeah. Like I know it's it's kind of obvious, but it is. You know, there's a certain vibe, Christmas vibe, that is established by these kind of classic tunes. And that's the real purpose of a Christmas tune, I feel. So if it strikes that chord, certainly those ones do more than most. So I would say that's... Uh, and actually the Pogues as well, they used to play, when I was living back in Dublin, they would play around like, you know, Christmas week, maybe the 22nd, 23rd of December in the point every year and we'd go down and go absolutely mental like i was working construction and the uh, you know some of the subcontractors they come in and they give you a gift like at christmas but invariably it'd be a bottle of whiskey or something like that so i'm i'm getting these bottles of whiskey and work and we go down then and uh, just go absolutely mental get whiskeyed up and go inside and go fucking mental and you, it'd be, be worse than any metal or punk gig that uh, you'd ever be at the motion and the mentalness inside in it, like just pure. We after the first year we realized that the t-shirt you were going in with was gonna be ripped off you or destroyed or lost or whatever. So we we'd bring a spare t-shirt just go and we, we used to stash a spare t-shirt in a bush outside and then go in <laughs> the t-shirt because we knew it would be ripped off us within you know five minutes. And it's True, and <laughs> so, I mean, so, you kind of set yourself up there to get the shirt ripped off you at the same time. Like it was like, well, I the mean, thought was in everyone's heads for sure <laughs> when you're bringing a spare. Yeah, well, it, it, it was it was born out of the, the, the previous year. So like, I mean, and then coming back out into December, winter in Dublin. I mean, need something. So yeah, go crack. What about one thing that just came to mind that we got to get on the playlist or whatever is um, obviously the classic of. Uh, Dustin the turkey doing uh, just another. Oh, fuck tree. you, Connor. Oh, lemon tree. <laughs> it's in there. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Who that originally? Who did the original lemon tree? I don't know. Oh, Swedish crowd, isn't it? I fucking know, man. I like that song. Not the Dustin song, but. Yeah. <sighs> I might Dan edit that out just so I don't have to put it on the plane. <laughs> yeah, Connor took all that positive Christmas, positive, like brilliant, you know, vibe and then just. Okay, here's, a, here's one for the road. Um, Jim Reeves, Silver Bells. That's a lovely Christmas song. I don't even know if I know it. I don't, I don't Jim know Reeves, my, my, we, we used to, my dad used to have Jim Reeves on in the car. Silver Bells. He'd go and we used to fucking hate him. And then I heard it last year and I was like, I wonder who that is. And I was like, oh my God, that person we've hated our entire lives. But it's a really nice song. Really it makes you think. All right. Really makes you okay, think. Okay, so on, the, on that note, I hope everyone has a wonderful time over Christmas and the holidays. Oh yeah, have a good one. Happy Christmas and happy holidays. Happy Christmas.